0: To start things off, I just wanted to say a quick thank you to our podcast sponsors, Extra Chewing Gum. We're about to binge on some cringe memories as our lovely guests open up about their early dating experiences. But Extra Chewing Gum is on a mission to give everyone that extra confidence they need to avoid needless dating disasters. Extras, fresh, new personalized packs will breathe new life, literally, into your dating game. Whether that's plucking up the courage to make the first move or staying calm in the face of that lush portion of garlic bread. Yum. Pick up a personalized Find Your Other Half pack today and find that special someone you want to share your gum with. Right, on with the show.
1: Hello, Laura. Laura. Hello, we've lost you. Hello. Laura, we lost you for a sec there. Hello? Sorry.
0: Hello, hello, hello. I'm back. Well done. Do you know what? This sounds mad. I'm going to ask Ian to bring the internet closer to me.
1: Hold well on. <laughs> <laughs> Could you bring the World Wide Web closer to me, please?
0: <laughs> Welcome to the Dating Hall of Fame, an audible honouring and ode to dates gone wrong. We're recording remotely, so please forgive the occasional technical glitch. It comes part and parcel with Lockdown Living. For privacy reasons, some of the clips we use are distorted and shortened. Um, Am I okay now?
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's perfect. Perfect. How honest are we allowed to be on this? Like is it like a, is it like family friendly? No, it's not adult like
0: you can say
1: whatever. She wouldn't have signed us up, Rick, if it was if it was anything else. True true stories.
2: True stories,
0: (laughs) Ricky and Melvin, welcome to Dating Hall of Fame.
1: Hi Laura. Laura
2: Whitmore, how's it hey, going? It's
0: my boys. I thought if ever there were two people I could talk to about dating, these were the guys.
3: They've
0: taught me so much. Uh,
3: <laughs> of thank what you, not Laura. to do. Of what not to <laughs> do. <laughs> uh,
0: first of all, how are you? Because obviously we're doing this remotely in the circumstances, but how, how have you been the last few months?
2: Really well, thanks. I've, I've actually been quite. Like lockdown hasn't really changed my life that much in terms of like just like day-to-day sort of stuff so Mm -hmm. yeah I've been alright. I've been not enjoying it but because obviously I like social interaction but you know it's been fun it's 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 been a it's been nice to kind of just take a take a step back a little bit.
1: Yeah I I agree with Rick's there I think the first few weeks was kind of weird just adjusting but after a while you kind of got used to it we've been lucky enough to broadcast from our houses and then rotate in the Mm -hmm. studio so uh, I've been all right, to be honest. Yeah. Basically,
2: really once cool. we realised that toilet roll wasn't going to uh, <laughs> <laughs> go anywhere, we realised that the world wasn't going to end. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. We're, We're fine. fine.
0: There, there are lots of things we've had to adapt. One being dating. So first of all, what are your statuses at the moment, Melvin?
1: I'm still single. Surprise, surprise. But like, single. Kind of prior to lockdown, I was on a dating app, and I found that it was. It just was a bit frustrating because I like to actually meet people when I'm dating them and go to dinner or go cinema and stuff like that. So it was like, I know you kind of still have that you know, option to speak to them on the phone or do the Zoom calls, but I prefer meeting people in person. So I'm still single now.
0: Do you you think that you're the type of person who just does better when you meet you in real life?
1: yeah I think you need the real thing I think you need the the Melvin in the flesh for it to work <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah the, the whole date the zoom calling thing I've found that so annoying when people were like let's do a zoom call date like I was like it was pointless exercise and I was on house party remember when house party was big for like the first two weeks of lockdown yeah and house party was getting me into trouble because you'd be speaking to one person then a random person will jump into your conversation and be like oh so you speak to this person it was a nightmare so the whole Hold on,
0: you'd be you be speaking to a girl and then someone else would drop drop into the conversation
1: yeah because in reality when you're you know you're on a dating site you're not speaking (laughs) to to just one person you're getting to know a variety of people no or is it just is that just me it's just you, Mel. Just you, all right. Just right. You. Okay, maybe I'll, I'll shut. Up. Let's move on to Ricky now.
2: <laughs> yeah, Melvin obviously he knows how to play the field well. So I to- I I was actually one that told Melvin or kind of like I uh, gave him a heads up on how fun house party was. But I did it from like a mm-hmm. it's good to keep up with your friends and you can kind of do these quizzes and stuff because obviously we were all quite bored in the beginning. And then mm-hmm. Melvin was like, "Oh my gosh, house party is absolutely lit!" girls <laughs> like, on there. It's and then about, about 24, 40 hours later, he was like, yeah, it's a problem. Yeah. You can get in a lot of trouble on this app. <laughs> and every time I looked onto House Party, Melvin was already on there. Brilliant. 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 <laughs> but for me personally, it's been a bit of a strange situation with regards to like uh, meeting people and whatnot. I was on a dating app, same as Melvin, uh, before lockdown, uh, by, what's the word? Melvin actually art uh, told me to go onto this dating app. He was like, Rick, this dating app's really, really good. You should check it out. I was like, really? He was like, yeah, man, check it out. It's, I've done all right on there. I was like, all right, cool. If
1: Melvin's done all right. I should do okay. okay. <laughs> which one was, it? which, which so, one was it? Was
0: it Was it the one for famous people or no, was it like one for regular no,
1: people? I did try that though, Law. Waste yeah. of time. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, Melvin, if you need any advice on any kind of dating app, Melvin is your one-stop guide, go-to person. Anyway, so I've gone on there. And I literally, I kid you not, I spent probably the first three or four months on this app just coming across people who were like, oh, yeah, like, I, like I've like i matched with you. But just to let you know, I've already been on a date with Melvin.
1: Can I just the, say, it just means we've got the same taste, Ricks. There's the nothing
2: boy, wrong with that. No, no, no. Like, Melvin, you do your thing. But the boy saturated the market. <laughs> anyway, Um, I got to the point when I was like, do you know what? It's hinge isn't for me. Um, lockdown kicked in and then just randomly I was just like had a bit of downtime. One day I was flicking through my phone. I was like, oh, let me have a look on hinge. Went into my inbox, messaged her back. And then we ended up just clicking and just really, really getting on. She had good chat. We had, we had a good laugh. We ended up having a, a phone call that lasted, um, uh, like a couple of hours, like within about 24 hours of, of us connecting and it just snowballed from there. And it's a really weird situation because obviously, like Melvin says, when you're dating, you want to meet the people, you want to meet the person, don't you You want to be Mm. in their company in real life. But this was the actual opposite for me, we actually got on, I, I think we probably got on better with the fact that we couldn't actually meet up. Because if you connect with someone in that scenario, it's probably a deeper connection in the beginning, if that makes sense. And we just got on really, really well. And three, four months down the line, we're a couple, we're together. Together, what?
1: You
0: it? Wow. Right. I love that. And wait, wait, but how long until you actually met, met her in real life?
2: So she was actually, this was like a controversial thing in my life at the time. Cause obviously do you remember when you were allowed to have like your personal bubble, your household bubble?
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: And obviously I could have chose my brother. I could have chose my mom. No, or no. Me, Riggs. But, or Melvin. <laughs> 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 I, didn't, I chose her and it's just blossomed from there. Literally she's, She's amazing. Like, she's so amazing. So amazing.
0: Oh, I'm so delighted for you. And you know what's really interesting? There's a few people I've talked to where it's kind of made or break relationships, especially at the early stage where people have had to make that decision. Like, do we move in together at an early stage or do we see so much of each other? And yeah. and maybe without lockdown, you wouldn't have been in that situation.
2: 100%. But I, I genuinely think it's true. I think maybe if we weren't in lockdown, I probably wouldn't have been in the right headspace to kind of pursue it or take it mm-hmm. seriously or even or even try and... I I just probably wouldn't have connected with her on the level that I had, but yeah, I, I genuinely think that the fact that we were in lockdown kind of worked for us, and it's 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 going well so far. So fingers crossed.
0: Love in Lockdown. Okay, I'm going to talk a bit <laughs> later, a little bit more detail about dating specifically. But right. before we get to that, I want to do the deal breaking round. So this is basically based on other celebrity dating disasters reported in the media. And it kind of gives right. me a little insight into how your brains work. I want to know if you think that these things are deal breakers on a first date, or even do you think this is acceptable on a first date? Okay, okay. you ready for this? Yeah, here we go. I mean, you, Melvin, you've probably done all of these.
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool.
0: Okay, the first one is singer Kelly Clarkson. Um, she revealed that she ghosted a guy during the date. Uh, wow. She was 18. She, oh. she said she felt bad that she didn't have that. You know, there's something bad happened phone call. I don't know if you do that. You know, if you're going on a yeah. date, you're not sure if you've to work out, have right. a friend ready to go. She yep. said she didn't have that ready to help her escape. It was a terrible date. So she went to the loo and then
2: didn't come back.
1: Wow. Oh. wow.
2: That is, that is deep. That's like, <laughs> that's cold. That's cold hearted. That's real yeah. cold hearted.
1: You know what? what? We, we've all had a bad date. And you know, like for me, I think that's actually quite rude. Even if you don't like the person, just spend time, have dinner, have your drinks and then say goodbye and leave and don't see them again. But to go someone midday, that <laughs> even even me, man like me wouldn't do that.
2: I feel really bad I, I'm one of those people that even if I'm not enjoying something I'll see it through mm. to the bitter end I, I, even down to the fact that if they ask you to kind of like you know take them all the way to their doorstep I would do it just because I feel like that's what you should do I don't like confrontation I don't like people feeling uncomfortable so I try and make it as wow, know, you, well
1: Rick. what you go that you really drop them to their doorstep
2: no, but if they'd ask me to, do you know what I mean? Or like wait for a taxi for them, or order a taxi for you? Well, just, you just go. I just go the extra mile, even if I'm like, I'm never gonna see this person
1: ever again. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about the doorstep thing, but yeah. I the want other you stuff to be too. honest
0: with me. I want both of you to be honest with me because I think from talking to my male friends and yeah. even my other half, Ian. Guys sometimes worry what girls will tell their friends. Exactly. Like, do you, even if you don't like the girl, do you kind of want them, Melvin, to kind of go? Even if you don't like her, that you know you might like her friends, so you want to kind of, you know, you want to have a good message of Melvin a out there.
1: Yeah. yeah, I think I think yeah, Ian's definitely right on that one. Yeah, because you just you just don't want a bad rep, and generally, you know, aside from dating. I think all all three of us are nice people. We want to be known to be nice people and have people like us. So even if you don't fancy the person, you don't want them to then dislike you if the date didn't go well. So yeah, of course, of course, I think you definitely have that in mind. At all times.
2: I think Ian's hit the nail on the head there. Yeah. I think deep down, deep rooted, that's probably why I do it. Like probably why (laughs) I'd go, "Hmm, let me just go the extra mile, just in case they tell their friends that I was an absolute (laughs) dick.
0: (laughs) Would you go on a second date with someone that you didn't really like just to give them a chance? Or is the first date enough time to know?
1: No, there's no second dates. (laughs) No. No no I think this point with uh, me personally, I kind of know like because you would have always had like those initial conversations beforehand, and then you have the the physical date and then you ha- you kind of work out whether you have that attraction when you're in that person's presence, so for me a, a second date is. is- it's not going to happen. I've never done it before. And I don't know if anyone but has... But you've
0: never done a second date at all? No,
1: <laughs> generally no, no. I've never done a second date if I if I wasn't feeling them on the first one, personally. Yeah, no, I agree with that. And usually I... I think it's the other way around. I don't think I don't feel the person if I'm on a date. I think it's usually someone doesn't feel me and then I badger them to try and take me out again. But not the other way around.
2: I 100% agree. Mm. If you don't, if you're not, if that connection isn't there, if you, even if it's just like a physical connection, like where you're thinking, I really fancy this person, but um there has to be, you have to, you have to want to see them again. You can't just go, mm, I think most guys are like that. I think, I think maybe, maybe I'm wrong, but I think most guys would be like, if there's, if I don't fancy them or they're not like, you know, connecting with me on like a mental level, then there's never a, there's never a chance of a second date. Never, never, never. And that, <laughs> and that Kelly Clarkson is when you him. <laughs> yeah, first him. You absolute monster.
3: Yeah, man, that's cool.
0: Right, let's go on to our second dating disaster. This is Destiny's child singer, Kelly Rowland. Now, she admitted that she fell asleep on her first date. She wow. said, I fell asleep on his shoulder and I slobbered and I snored. That was pretty <laughs> bad. He took her to see there's something about Mary right, and okay. he'd already seen it. Snoozing on the clock. It's not really her fault. Deal breaker or not, what we thinking, lads.
1: Well, who who are we saying is in the wrong here? The person The, the that... person who
0: fell asleep. Or why, do you
1: think it was he... <laughs> well, I mean, no, <laughs> some people feel like going to the cinema for a first date is a bad yeah. idea so like you could almost blame him for taking her to the cinema in the first place because it's, you don't really get that opportunity to have a conversation unless you, you talk about the film afterwards plus mm-hmm. he, he took her to go and see a film that she had already seen so he's yeah. in as much fault as she is so I think he's Rubbish for taking her to the cinema to go and see a film that she's already seen. And then she shouldn't have fallen asleep in the first place. They're, they're <laughs> both in the wrong.
0: Ricky, do you think cinema is a no-no for a first date?
2: Cinema, I think historically cinema is a no-no. Melvin's right because you want to be able to converse with the person. However, if you're clever, you, you do something after the cinema or before the cinema. So maybe you go for drinks before or, mm-hmm. you know, you go for a pizza or whatever or you do something after so it doesn't just end at the cinema that's what i would have done if i was mm-hmm. that guy
0: i've i've definitely done cinema for first date and sometimes at least it gives you something to talk about if you do go for dinner afterwards at least you've got that yeah i think you know.
1: cinema is fine yeah. if you're seeing an, a new film or you're both really into films yeah. if you're not both re- yeah. if she's already kelly's already seen this film so yeah. there's no interest yeah. there do you mean and you're not going to have like a a debrief about the film Afterwards, <laughs> if you've already both seen it, like that's it true. makes no sense. You might as well have just watched it at home, which is what I would have done.
2: Do we know if Kelly told him that she'd already seen it? Because that, that's a big deal.
0: She says, but he shouldn't have taken me to see this something about Mary for my third time. So I'm assuming uh, he must yeah. have known.
2: He must have known. That's his own fault yeah. then. It's his own business. It's his own fault. Yeah. Then.
0: So have either of you have any experiences of falling asleep or your dates falling asleep during a date?
1: <laughs> Ricky falls <laughs> asleep at the cinema for fun, so I'm sure he's done it.
0: I- Ricky falls asleep. I remember working in MTV with Ricky. And you, yeah. Ricky, Ricky finds a space and sleeps. And it is a gift from God to be able to do that.
2: I fall asleep and I snore like a water beast. I've done it. But for some reason, people find it endearing. I don't know why.
0: Uh, right, we're going to move on to our third deal breaking round. Uh, Eliza Doolittle, no, just Eliza. She once said, after a blind date, I went on a blind date. And after that, I never, ever did it again. The guy repeated everything he said twice. So he'd say, how are you? How are you? And I say, I was fine. And he'd say, good, good. But I'll then say, I'll have, the, I'll have the mac and cheese, please. And then he'd say, yeah, the mac and cheese. Jeez, please, please. <laughs> if, you, can't finish this. if you went on a date with a girl who constantly kept repeating herself, would she be able to stick it out?
1: <laughs> I about you, but I love this guy. I would have him. <laughs> Imagine being on the table next to them, like, hearing that date. That would have been amazing, uh, man. Do you know what? Like, he's pr- he, to be honest, I bet he was nervous. Yes. And I think it's really hard to go on a blind date in this day and age. I don't know how she managed to get this guy's name and number and not find him on Google or Facebook or social media in some way. I think it's impossible to go on a blind date now. And me personally, if someone tries to set me up with someone... I'm definitely going to do some research online. It's her fault. It's Eliza's fault. It's fault.
2: <laughs> but, she, but even if she'd seen him though, Melv, there's no way that she would have been able to tell me he
1: repeated <laughs> everything twice. He's like the human echo. I bet he was nervous. Like she is a celebrity. Like she's, mm-hmm. she's had like tunes in the charts. She's really, really talented. So I bet he was really, really nervous. So I think that's quite unfair to go. I've been on a date with one person. I'm never going on another blind date again.
2: How that translates to me, Melvin, is you're saying if you went on, a, went on a date with a girl and she repeated everything twice, as long as she was fit,
3: you would see yeah, her yeah, again. Yeah, basically, yeah. yeah, <laughs> yes.
0: Have you guys ever been on a date with someone for do you know if someone just annoys you and you can't even pinpoint it, it's something they say or it's a certain mannerism. They're a nice person, but you just can't get it out of your head.
1: Yeah, it feels so bad to say this, but I dated this person and she was absolutely amazing apart from she would laugh for no reason like so she, so for example she'd be like no but you're, you're a
0: funny guy she's just laughing you're funny <laughs> no
1: no it wouldn't even be me saying it it would be like she'd be like hi laura <laughs> you know i just had lunch today and i had avocado <laughs> i'd be like why are you laughing there's nothing funny and at first i just i used to i used to think she had a cute laugh but as time went i'd be like why are you laughing and Initially, I thought it was in my head, and I, I started to record the conversations and mm-hmm. then play them to to my housemate. And he was like, Yeah, that's really, really weird. So anytime <laughs> I spoke to her, I'd be like, Please don't laugh. Please don't. I'd even try and stop cracking jokes to stop her from laughing. <laughs> but yeah, she that made was you my look thing. funny. Yeah. Um, <laughs>
2: My equivalent of of that is I once went on. I was seeing someone for a little while a while back, a long time ago. She was a female MC as well mm-hmm. as as other things that she did. <laughs> I remember so this. It, so everywhere we went. If there was a microphone or music played, she would grab the mic and just start emceeing. Like it didn't, it didn't matter what kind of a function it was. And all my friends used to be like, Yeah, she's beautiful, man, but tell her to get off the mic. It's not, cool. it's, not it's not cool.
0: She got all the attention, Ricky. That was the problem.
2: She, that was the that was the problem. <laughs> definitely. definitely. <laughs>
0: That was our deal-breaking round. Now I want to kind of, I want to go back a little bit, guys. I want to go back to when I first met you. So I, you know, this naive girl from Ireland with this brand new shiny job at MTV, moved to London, didn't really know anybody. I had no real friends, didn't really know what the, the scene was of going out. But thankfully, Ricky and Melvin took me under their wings and brought me to places like Whiskey Mist and Mojita.
1: <laughs> God, we had some stories, Laura, boy.
0: Right off my street. First of all, how much did I ruin your vibe back then? When you be going out talking to girls and it'd be this Irish girl just sitting beside us,
2: how are you, you know, guys? Laura, you didn't. You you actually helped. People liked you. People people liked you from the beginning, so it actually helped us. Actually
1: yeah. Helped us well, yes and no. I I agree with you there, Ricks. But there was <laughs> uh, there were a few occasions where Laura was having a little bit too much fun, and I'd be like, Laura, it's time to go home. Oh and no, I remember this story. I remember this story, Laura, when that was like, Laura, it's time to go home. So I was like, I want to get back to the party. So I put my foot down in this car <laughs> and I got stopped by the police. And I was like, well, that's it. My license is gone." <laughs> <laughs> do you remember that, Laura?
0: I remember. Uh, oh, my, my god!
1: Uh, so, yeah, I, I quickly dropped Laura home and I went back to the club. But, yeah, I nearly lost my license oh, yeah. that night. You,
0: you did. You did go back to the club, though, afterwards. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. I wasn't missing out, mate. Well, uh, thank you very much because you are like big brothers looking after me. And uh, <laughs> I do think I do think that I helped you out because I do remember, uh, this is more directed to, to Melvin than Ricky but I remember yeah. like being on Facebook and going how does how does Melvin know so many of my friends oh, like, no. how does he know oh, these random no. Irish girls we have <laughs> so many mutual friends and I remember thinking how did he meet that girl from my hometown you want to explain
1: Oh, um, God. Let's just say the, the internet is a wonderful machine.
0: <laughs> uh, my friends list was just basically a new dating agency.
1: Oh, <laughs> mate. Uh, I'm a man of the world, Laura. What can I say? Wow. Melvin, you are unscrupulous, (laughs) unscrupulous. The thing is, I do remember when when Laura messaged me one day, she's like, Melvin, how do you know this person? I was like, (laughs) "Uh, I may have seen them on your page briefly.
0: (laughs) I want to talk about little dating yeses or no-nos. Would you go out with a girl taller than you?
1: Rick, Come
2: on. Um <laughs> <Melvin>. <laughs> I'll go first cuz you know we know what Melvin's going to say. <laughs> I I actually have dated um a couple of people taller than me, but mm-hmm. I will say it does it did kind of have an effect on me, have a negative effect on me. I don't know mm-hmm. why. I don't know why. I just feel like I I felt like I always used to be like standing next to them and feel, feel, feeling like I had to tippy-toe every now and again. If someone took yeah. a picture, on tippy-toes. If we had a bit of a cuddle, on tippy-toes. And I was like, <laughs> I can't live my life like this. I can't. I can't, can't do it. The can't
0: arches it. of your feet were killing <laughs> you.
2: <laughs> I was like, i <laughs>
0: That's
1: funny. Melvin.
0: <laughs> uh,
1: well, we, we all know I don't really have a choice. I'm only five foot five on Wikipedia. So to be honest, <laughs> like, I, find it, I find it really sexy for girls taller than me. Um, I, found it, I find it empowering. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I really don't mind if someone's taller or shorter.
0: I, as I always say, everyone's the same lying down. But I did, I did notice um, on Love Island this year we had Naz, who actually was one of the I thought the best guys in in the village. He looked good, he,
1: he was good looking. He was yeah. good
0: looking, and he had the best personality. But one thing a lot of girls says was that because the height thing put them off. Have, have you right. noticed that in your own dating experience?
1: Yeah, do you know what I remember? And Ricky might remember this as well. At university, I was obsessed with uh, a girl in our year and she was a lot taller than me and I remember her saying to me Melvin if you were taller you would be my boyfriend and that really really upset me so when I came out of uni I never let that stop me if someone was taller than me and I liked them I, I kind of worked the hardest to try and try to to take them out and date them I never let height stop me I think if you've got a good personality and you care about that person and you show them that height doesn't really matter yeah, I think, I think, yeah, I think like it's, an, it's more girls who are insecure about a guy being short because they feel like they look weird against yeah. that guy. It's nothing it's to not do with guy. your insecurity. And I think if you show your confidence, then it, it, it shouldn't matter.
0: I hear you. I hear you. Uh, right, we're going to talk about what the kind of dater uh, you are. What is your ideal first date? So we were talking about the cinema there. That's not probably the best situation. Ricky, mm. where are you bringing a girl on your first date? What's your kind of go-to?
2: See as Melvin would probably tell you I I didn't really do the whole dating thing I'd be like look I'm going to be here bring your friends and we can all be friends now that was kind of my my mantra um but if I did go on a date if somebody if I felt somebody was like that kind of impressive or they had that much of an impact on me that I genuinely wanted to kind of try and impress them I would mm-hmm. go all out I'd give them like a an itinerary and I'd say right and oh. I I learned this from Melvin as well Melvin was like girls like to have surprises and they like to have choice so you'd give them right you go right Mm -hmm. okay right so for the start of the night we can do this this and this and if you choose each one there's a different outcome to what will happen so it's kind of adds a bit of jeopardy a kind of a kind of bit of mystery in there as well so like we you you know we you go for a drink you then maybe go for dinner you might go to a club you might go ice skating you might do an activity of some kind I'd literally go all in if I'm gonna do a Mm -hmm. date I'm gonna do it properly and just go all in fully fully in Boolean, Melvin.
1: Um, I've got two tiers of dating. So the first one, <laughs> <laughs> the first thing that I love is uh, a food date, so a restaurant, because. I'm a foodie and I think it also protects you if you're dating someone for the first time and you're not too sure about whether it's going to work or not because at the end of the day if there's someone that you don't really click with you've had a great meal at the end of it so that happens that one right now the second tier is what Ricky mentioned the spontaneous date I think personally for me the best date is the date that just goes on so many different tangents and you don't really know how it's going to end I remember mm-hmm. where where I had a date which started off as drinks and then it started to go so well that we had dinner then we ended up at a club in in Soho somewhere so it was almost like the date never ended so yeah, spontaneity yeah. and food those are my two things
0: But you both talked about good dates and now it's time for the best worst date story. And I'm going to go to Ricky first. What's the worst date story you've got? Uh,
2: So the worst date story. So it was basically, it was around the time that we were all working together and uh, we were all at MTV and I was sent to do some kind of magazine shoot. It wasn't anything major. You know what it's like, Lord Melv. You Mm -hmm. You go to a shoot and there's like a makeup artist. They have clothes there for you. Now, the makeup artist was really really beautiful she was her name was maya spelled m-a-j-a she was Mm -hmm. from sweden she was beautiful like you know when you walk into a room and you go (laughs) oh my gosh i'm in love with this person like from the outset (laughs) obviously you're not but you feel you feel blown away by this person right so Mm -hmm. i'm thinking to myself how can i how can i take this person out anyway as the as the day went on we realized that there was a bit of like a, a bit of flirtation going on she was like let's swap numbers Great. Couple of days later, she was like, let's go out for, for food. So I'm thinking, I have to impress this girl because she sounded like she knew uh, a lot of the places that I knew or my friends knew. Anyway, I've, I've like asked a couple of my friends who were like, you know, people around town or whatever. And they've gone, right, you've got to take her to this restaurant. It's right. It's the best restaurant, blah, 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 blah. So we've gone to this restaurant. I'll be honest. It's the first time I've been to, I've been to a restaurant where the bill came and it was, Three figures, and I was wow. I, I was so upset.
0: <laughs> I was <laughs> even, so, even on your big uh, paycheck from MTV, yeah.
2: It was, it, it was the first time I ever <laughs> spent three figures on uh, on a meal. Yeah. I didn't even know whether my card was going to go through. I was petrified. <laughs> <a> <clears throat> But anyway, so she said to me, like, you know, we've had dinner. It's been great. It must have been about half past 12 at night by this this stage. It was a Friday night. And she was like, I don't want the date to end. Let's go somewhere else. I was like, cool. So at that at that time, a lot of my friends used to party. We all did. We used to go out and stuff. So we arranged to go to a club. We get to this club now. I've obviously told a few of my friends about this girl and said, she's amazing. She's Swedish. She's like, she's a makeup artist. She does all this stuff. She's great. And we've got to this party. And a few of the people that I told about her were there. So like, I've introduced her to some of my friends. And then Mm -hmm. two of my really close friends have gone, Ricks, come here. And I've gone, what? And they were like, we didn't realize you meant Maya. Anthony used to go out with her. (gasps) Oh, Oh, no. (laughs) How awkward. So then we, it was that weird kind of like moment where she realized that there was a guy there who she used to date. Oh man. It was, just, it was just so awkward. So, so awkward. Oh
0: no. But what happens if it was meant to be?
2: No, it can never be. It can never be after that. It can't be. And we don't, we'd only had one, that was our first date, first date. So at that mm-hmm. point, you kind of just go, okay, fair enough. If we'd been like dating for like, I don't know, a few months or six mm-hmm. months or whatever it might be, you might go, I've invested in this person. We really get on. But at that point, it was more just embarrassing. <laughs> it was more yeah. just embarrassing the way that everyone was like, and they all had stories about her as well. Oh, and she, no. she had like stories about them too. And I was like, oh my God, this is, how did I not know about you? How did I not know this? It was horrible. Had you, horrible.
0: Y- you'd never been out with her though. There was never an occasion like years beforehand that you just forgot that she was there.
2: No, that was the weird thing as well because we were like, we're all so kind of intrinsically kind of linked. How yeah. have we never met? She was like, I don't know. And they were like, yeah, you must've met her before when we all went to blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I was like, no, I, I, I just don't remember. But yeah, that was probably my worst ever date. Terrible okay. terrible.
0: okay. Melvin beat that.
1: Okay. So my one is I was speaking to someone for a really, really long period of time. And I was like, let's go and meet up for lunch. And we went to a restaurant called Vapiano and fancy. I don't know if you've ever been. I know I, I don't spend as much money as, as Ricky or Dave. <laughs>
0: was, it, was it on a special? Did you get a coupon?
1: Yeah, yeah I had coupons <laughs> as well. So if you've never been there before, they kind of make the food in front of you. And if you want pizza, you go to one side. If you want pasta, mm-hmm. you go to another side. Right. Anyway, so she messages me and goes, I'm, I'm just parking up. And I go, cool, I'll meet you at the car. And then we can walk to the restaurant. Right. So as I walk to, to her car, she comes out of the driver's side and then opens the the door behind her and pulls out a baby. Now, I love children. At least tell me you have a child. And also give me a little heads up that you're bringing your child on this date. So this baby is about one, right? And I was like, who's this? She's like, this is my son. I was like, okay, cool, cool. It would have been nice to know. But anyway, let's go to Vapiano. This is my fault now because I didn't even think about like changing the restaurant. I went, you know what? I want pasta. So I'm going to Vapiano anyway. So I'm like, okay, let me just queue up for my meal. She goes, oh, I don't really fancy pasta. Do they do anything else? And I was like, uh, yeah, they do pizza, but you've got a queue up over there. She goes, okay, cool. I'm going to go and get some pizza. Now, the pizza queue was a lot shorter. So she had her meal in about like two, three minutes. And she sat down with her son and had the meal. By the time mine was made, I, I came and sat at the table and she had finished. So she just sat there with her son watching me eat. And then obviously you went to pay. And I was like, she looked at me like, you are still paying for my meal, by the way. So I was like, okay. And her son's meal that I've only just met. So I paid for her meal and her son's meal and then ate pasta by myself. It was the worst date and I never saw her again.
0: Can I just ask you about the whole paying thing? Because I do feel like there is this assumption and I know my opinion wrongly that the guy always paid for the first date. And yeah. uh, I remember when I was like single and dating or one of my best friends, Greg, he was single and dating as well and there was a lot of first dates happening and not a lot of second dates and he was saying it's bloody expensive like so (laughs) so he was paying for all the dates well I I know I always thought (laughs) I always get a bit funny about a guy paying for the first date because I always feel it's easier to go halves because then if I don't do a second date I don't feel as guilty. Laura
1: you are the minority yes really yes Yes. Yes. even if a woman has a really good job And she's very independent, has her own property and a car. She still wants to be treated like a lady. It's nothing to do with, you know, equality and stuff. A woman feels like if if a guy has asked them out on a date, Mm -hmm. a guy should pay for the date. And so your friend is right. It can be expensive business if you're a single guy looking to court someone new. And, you know, I think even if a woman offers, like even if a woman offers to pay, I still go, no, 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 I've got this. Because... It will be a mark on your name if you go. Okay, cool, let's go halves. There's been so many times I've gone. Cool, you pay for it. You're, <laughs> you pay for it. <laughs> like, but really and truly, if you want to see that person again and you want to make really? a, a lasting positive mark on the, on you know on that date, then you really have to pay for that date as a guy. That is the truth. You're the minority, Laura. Trust me, Ricky.
0: <laughs> you, do you agree? Yeah.
1: Yeah, he's right. He's right. I think it's one of those things that
2: it's just inbuilt into our culture. A little bit like men proposing it's women can do it women can do it but if the man doesn't do it it's kind of frowned upon a little bit or there's there are question marks by it so with regards to first dates and paying i always go into it thinking i'm going to pay it'd be nice if if the girl offers to pay but yeah. i'm still going to pay anyway if they if they offer to pay i'm really happy but i will insist unless they absolutely make it a, a big thing that they want to go halves then i'm like fine let's mm-hmm. go halves that's cool that's cool but i go there with the mentality of I'm paying, simple as yeah. that.
1: The only time I think you can get away with it is if you're already dating that person. If they're already in love with you, then I let them pay all day long. <laughs> you don't
0: have to buy them anymore. Right, guys, we're going to move on to our listeners. And this is where I'm going to be playing a voice note, and I'm going to need your help and advice. But before I play this voice note, I want to give you guys a little bit of context because. As you know, definitely, Ricky, lockdown has not slowed down the ventures of those looking for love, much Correct. like the rest of the world. Daters, they just moved things to the virtual and Zoom became the new ZZs or wherever you're bringing people these days. <laughs> uh, this, uh, this voice note, was, so this voice note, right, uh, this was sent to the girl and the girl has sent it to us, okay? And this is from a guy that she started dating during lockdown. Now, she'd been chatting to this guy on Tinder. Things were fine at first. They had a few Zoom dates and all was very sweet. Mm. But he then started ringing her every day, which she was finding a little bit much. So she sent him a message, a WhatsApp, suggesting that they just chat on Zoom a few times a week instead of, you know, the daily calls. (laughs) But uh, basically, he wasn't really picking up her message because she was trying to be quite breezy. He just didn't really get what she was saying. So she sent him this message. I'm just going to read this out to you. This is what she sent him. Okay. And then I'm going to play the voice note. So she says, just wanted to follow up from our conversation last night. As I'm sure you know, I was quite annoyed at the conversation. However, it was made clear to me that this is not what I'm looking for. Because sometimes, guys, this is just me saying here, Laura, you have to actually just tell the guys straight because they're not picking up on things. Mm-hmm. Um, so she continues, I can see there was miscommunication. However, it shouldn't feel this difficult this early on. What I've realized is that I can't emotionally invest in anyone right now as I'm keeping up with friends and family. And so I just don't have the capacity for someone new. I hope you understand. I do think you're amazing to talk to. Maybe just not every day. And you'll be good (laughs) for someone else, but just not for me. Oh, The last two words she says, stay safe. (laughs) She'd obviously tried to be breezy with him on the phone, but he wasn't really getting it. So she just decided to end it be clear yeah. so i think that's quite a clear message yeah so this is the voice note he sent sent back i mean you may need a pen for this because it's bloody long uh, you might want to okay. take notes okay, uh, right. here we go
3: hey yeah i was going to leave you a voice note anyway um i get you were annoyed i think it was a bit unwarranted i told you i was an idiot I said i'll take the blame um If you let a single little misunderstanding, regardless of whether it's the first week or the first year or the first two months of dating someone, if you let a tiny misunderstanding... Get in the way of things, then good luck with dating anyone because you're going to struggle every day of your life, really. (coughs)
0: For your sake, dear listener,
3: I'm going to speed things up a little. I disagree with a lot of things you said. You wanted to create spontaneity. You wanted us to be able to uh, have random conversations here and there, but you wanted to structure things so that we were only speaking a couple of days a week. That is the complete opposite of spontaneity. That's planning and organizing and structuring, which, in my opinion, is what caused all of this because this would not have happened if not for the fact that you called on Monday and said all the stuff you did. Number one, saying that you you need to prioritize your friends right now with me. I never asked you to prioritize me of your friends. That's something you created, something you brought up. It's obviously something you ever thought. I never once asked for that. In fact, every time you canceled the dates with me, or moving to a different day it was purely based on the fact that you needed to do that and i was absolutely fine with it every time so to be honest with you a little bit unfair on your part to move things because your double standards were saying that if i did that to you you would have me off but i was fine with it two two times in a row maybe three times in a row so to be fair you know i feel like i've done everything the right way here i get that's not what you're looking for right now i haven't asked you to commit to anything i just wanted to get to know you but you can't get to know somebody when they're not really speaking to you and not showing any return interest in wanting to speak to you. no offense but speaking a couple of times a week when all we have to do is time to get to know each other and maybe have a really good chat and you know have something awesome to look forward to when we meet after all this shit, <laughs> yeah, it's a bit ridiculous that you would say you have no time for that because all you have on your hands is time now and saying that you don't have time for that, but silly, <laughs> um, especially when you've got quiz after quiz after quiz. What you can't make one <laughs> evening to have a drink, to have a chat, to just you know have a bit of fun with somebody new. Um, You kept saying I was some random guy that you met on a dating app, but the only point to move past being a random person is to have a conversation with them and get to know them better, which obviously you weren't willing to do. Um, I think I realized that when it comes to you... it's a long one the reason you've been single and the reason you've had these challenges before is because maybe you've overthought things in the past you don't want to make mistakes you keep stacking things up against your exes and stuff and and whatever, I don't care about your exes I'll be honest, I don't give a shit Um, I'm me, I know that I have a lot of value to add, I know that I'm a really nice guy and that anybody who I've dated in the past has been I don't want to say lucky because that makes me sound vain, I'm not vain but you know I've done well when I've dated people in the past, I've been someone that was good to be with. (laughs) I really liked you. I thought you were really sweet. And I wanted to get to know you. Hence why when we started chatting, I kind of didn't really want to talk to anyone else on these dating apps. Whereas the last few days, the last week, you've shown less and less interest. And I've thought to myself more and more, maybe I should just start chatting to other people. All she's giving me here is mixed signals. She doesn't want to talk every day, but then she texts me. She doesn't want to talk every day, but then she sends me a photo, whatever. You've just basically said one thing and you want to do another. And I get that. That's cool. That's your call. Um, But I don't have time for it, I'll be honest. Um, I want to meet somebody. I want to chat to them. I want to see where things can go. And I'm not going to do that with somebody who's trying to structure how that should work when it should just be a normal conversation back and forth. Um, I get you don't have the capacity for anyone new. Good luck meeting someone ever then, because you never will if that's how you feel about things. Um, I understand completely, and I respect your decision. I don't agree with it. Um, I know I'm amazing. I know that somebody will be very wow. lucky to be with me. And I agree, I'm going to go and find them. And clearly that's not you, judging by how you treated the last few days and last night. It was a minor misunderstanding, If you let a minor misunderstanding bother you, then good luck dating anyone ever because it doesn't matter if it's the first week, the first month, the first year, there's going to be a misunderstanding. And if you handle it in the way that you did, which is just get annoyed and instantly give up and say, you know what, fuck it, then (laughs) fine, goodbye, cheers, nice meeting you. Wow. Well, well,
0: first of all, uh, thank you to anyone who's still listening after that because
2: (laughs) that was long.
0: Um, Boys, thoughts, Ricky?
2: Firstly, do you remember that show on Netflix? I think it was called You. Yes. <laughs> Is he the girl from that? Oh, uh, Pen Badgley's character. Yes. He uh, sounds like an absolute wronged. Like He sounds like he has good intentions, um, mm-hmm. but he clearly isn't. He sounds scary. He if, if my cousin, my female cousins or anyone female that I knew, friends that said that they were getting out of a guy like that, I would be worried for them. Like seriously worried. There was a lot of alarm bells that were ringing during that voice note. I mean, and who sends a voice note? That's not a voice note. That's a podcast. Who does that? <laughs> Who's who sitting something that long on voice note? You don't do that. That's weird. So weird.
0: Melvin?
1: Dodged a bullet there. I think that guy is just way too intense. And all she said, all she basically said was, I don't like the way you interact with me. I don't think this is going to work. Goodbye. Mm-hmm. And my guy was having a conversation with himself. She wasn't even on the phone. He was speaking to himself. He was making up all the dialogue in his mind and having a little monologue with himself. It was, I've never seen that before. And so, yeah, I think she's just dodged the bullet there. When, before you played the clip, I actually mm-hmm. thought was going to be the one in the wrong. I thought to myself, a lot of people interact with people and then the moment they feel like the, the interactions are too much, they like, oh, you call me too much. And that just means they don't like the person. But my goodness, he's too much. He's way too intense.
0: Was there certain elements that you could kind of see where he was coming from?
1: Yeah, because he obviously liked her and he cared about her. All he needed to say was, you know what? I would have loved the opportunity to speak to you more and that's all I wanted to say. But I, I get where you're coming from. If you feel like this isn't working, cool. Goodbye like yeah. but all that stuff saying you're going to find it hard to date someone for the rest of your life <laughs> what, what, who says that to someone <laughs> what
2: did, what did he think was going to happen after he sent that message like she's going to go actually you're right let's let's <laughs> of things yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's never going to end well if you leave a message like that he probably could have he may even have been able to like talk her around. You never know, but not with a message like that. I yeah. love the fact that at one point he was like, I don't have time for you. <laughs> you think like this. And I was like, well, you got time to send this, this podcast of a message. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Do you know what? It was like he was doing like a business plan. He, he had pointers for each step. There was like paragraphs of information that he he must have written some notes down. There's no way my man was just ad-libbing off the top of his head. He had some notes in a spreadsheet. This was, this
0: was my next question because I was going to ask, how much do you think he thought through that? Because a part of me, voice memos scare me because I, I, I send a voice memo, but I don't really think about what I'm saying. I just kind of yeah. chat away, chat away, and then I send it. If I'm sending a message to a guy I'm just dating, I'll probably Write it, rewrite it about ten times, then send it to my friend. She'll approve it, and then I'll send it. (laughs) I can't.
2: We've been doing this wrong. You're not do that.
0: You're not do that. No. No. No.
2: Well, get like your message proofread. No, this is where I've been getting (laughs) wrong. Proofread just
0: just to make sure that. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, sometimes when you send a message and you react straight away, and you're like, I feel this guy's hurt and angry, and he's just kind of bursting out there. Well, do you think he sent that message and maybe regretted it afterwards?
1: Yeah, I think he's he's speaking from a place of his heart, but I th- I think that's probably where how he communicates anyway, which is why she's so annoyed with him. I think yeah. he goes, "I'm really bored today. I'm going to call her, and I've got nothing yeah. to talk about. I'm just going to call her. Everyone's on lockdown, and she's yeah. just gone. Oh my god! Like I've got to chat to this guy again. Do you mean? And he and he says the same old stuff, and she's probably f- thinking to herself, "This isn't going anywhere for me. I'm going to end it."
2: I, I, anybody that says I know I'm amazing come on yeah. <laughs> come yeah. on come on like, that is not the type of guy that you want to date surely I know I'm amazing come on I do okay come on no yeah. you yeah. don't say that stuff you don't even if you think it you don't say it you don't ever say that come on
0: have either of you ever sent a message a voice note or a text message or WhatsApp and then regretted it afterwards like do, do oh. you know something in the heat of the moment and then thought Ooh. oh I should have thought about it
1: all day long because women don't forget anything and you might, have, <laughs> you might have an argument and they'll pull out something from two years ago that you may have said and you'll be like, oh, yeah, I did say that. Do you know what my friend does? I've got a mate and he's so smart. He goes, when he writes a message, he always imagines the person's friend reading it or the person's dad reading it. Because yes, yep. then that way you don't say anything so Never. offensive that they can throw it back in your face, yes. which I think is a really good way to write mm-hmm. your messages if you're having an argument.
2: Yeah, I agree with that. I agree. I think in a, in a situation where you're kind of, you know, you're a little bit emotional, always imagine, like what Melvin says, or I, I like to imagine myself on, I don't know, something like Jeremy Kyle, like on the, up on the panel, up on the stage. Would the audience be on your side if I heard what you said? That's you know. the way I would send a message on on that basis. Mm-hmm. Would the audience be on my side or would they kind of like think that you had the superior point? That's kind of the way I'd do it.
0: I love that. Always oh, the show, man. Right, before I let you go, uh, we're doing chat-up lines, okay? I want you to each give me your best chat-up line, um, Ricky. Oh
2: um, is Are you a chat-up line
0: kind of guy? Are you a chat-up, like, do, no, do you use chat-up lines?
2: No, I don't. I don't at all.
1: Ricky's not a chat-up line guy. He's just, he's very like, he's just he's a friendly person. And mm-hmm. he makes you feel so comfortable. I remember the first time I met him was at a club at university and he just came out of nowhere and was like, hi, I'm Ricky, I'm from Croydon. What's your name? And just started chatting to you. And I think you're like that when you're chatting to girls. And the thing I love about Ricks is, I don't know about it now, but back back in the day, you are always comfortable with hugging someone or like <laughs> kissing them on the cheek. Yeah, I love that. So a... Ricky,
2: your line is just just introduce yourself, pretty much. Introduce yourself, Laura. Introduce yourself and then and then ask them to come back to your house.
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: and it works. Um now I know I know Melvin, you're a man of chatter blinds.
1: Yeah, yeah. Do you want a uh, uh, one that you probably haven't one. heard?
0: I've heard a lot of yours before, if I'm honest.
1: <laughs> Laura, have you sat in sugar recently? No. Because you got a sweet ass. <laughs> uh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> Laura, yes? do, you, do you have African in you? No. Would you like some? <laughs> Uh, we'll leave it there we'll leave it there
0: there. Uh, and and on that note guys thank you for joining me on Dating Hall of Fame thank (laughs) you thank you you, Laura love you Uh, I've enjoyed that so much thank you so much and as ever guys please comment your dating stories the good, the bad, the ugly uh, in the review (laughs) section of the podcast or email them to dates at magscreative.co.uk they are absolutely golden we love hearing from you until then take care Thank you again to our sponsors, Extra chewing Gum, who are making this series possible. It doesn't have to be as much of a roller coaster as we've just heard. You can breathe through even the toughest dating moments with a fresh new outlook. Don't forget to check out Extra's new Find Your Other Half personalized packs that are giving you the confidence to go out and find your special someone, meaning you can still get all the feels from tonight's date without worrying about the microwave fish you had for lunch. Extra Chewing Gum has got your dating back.